0: What's up friends? It's E. Welcome back to another episode of Midweek Rise Up and quick shout out to two of our lucky listeners who won the Midweek Rise Up giveaway. I'm so excited for you guys and I'm so incredibly grateful to each and every one of you for all of your continued support and encouragement throughout this whole process of having a podcast. I am so 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 grateful. But I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Let's just take a deep breath. Now is our moment to do that. Have our own little ride up moment with it and let's jump into the good news. The word for this week is see, and I'm not talking about the word that defines a massive body of water, but the type of see I'm talking about is the verb to see, to discern, distinguish, to set your eyes on, to watch, to look at, to view, observe, and there are 14 different ways in the English dictionary as to how to use the verb see, but it's interesting that each way of using the verb resonates deeply with each one of us individually. And this can be explained through a series of questions. For example, what are you seeing? What are you watching? What are you looking at? What are you seeing to understand? What are you allowing to enter through your soul, through your eyes? What are you looking for? Is your vision, your sight, is it fixed, scattered, or is it peripheral, gazed, or out of focus? How do you see yourself? How do you see the world? All of these questions are extremely powerful and worth taking some time to soul search over and really dig deep. The power of what we see, what we internalize, what we allow in, people generally see what they wanna see. And that's tunnel vision to some extent, it's nothing new. And they're blinded by their doubts, insecurities, pride. Do you see the good in people? Do you see the good in situations? Yet let's go even a layer deeper here than just vision. Yes, we want to see so many things. We see the future, see the world. And since we're in quarantine mode, seeing has become a craving, like seeing your friends or seeing people at a park, seeing people at church, you get what I'm saying. But the type of seeing I'm talking about is a refocus of your heart, to see how God sees, to have the scales literally fall off your eyes. In scripture, it says the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? What you are seeing is what you are focusing on. What are you seeking? If you are simply seeking money and pleasure rather than the love and truth of God, you will ultimately find despair. One of my favorite biblical commentators, Matthew Henry, put it like this, The worldly man is wrong in his first principle. Therefore, all of his reasonings and actions therefrom must be wrong. It is equally to be applied to false religion. That which is deemed light is thick darkness. This is an awful but a common case. We should therefore carefully examine our leading principles by the word of God with earnest prayer for the teaching of his spirit. A man may do some service to two masters, but he can devote himself to the service of no more than one. God requires the whole heart and will not share it with the world. When two masters oppose each other, no man can serve both. He who holds to the world and loves it must despise God. He who loves God must give up the friendship of the world. So with that said, in this episode, we are going to address three different points of seeing. How you see yourself how you see others, and how God sees you. So take a minute with me and let's refocus what we see, whether that's in the mirror, in our surroundings, and more importantly, in scripture. So first, how you see yourself. A dear friend of mine once told me, I wish you could see yourself through my eyes. And I thought that was so beautiful and so powerful, and it really just stuck with me for the rest of my life. I wish you could see yourself through my eyes. And we are so hard on ourselves. We look in the mirror and what someone else sees as a picture-perfect reflection, we see the exact opposite. But let me ask you this. What are you seeing? What are you feeding your eyes on a consistent basis that you're using as a lens to see yourself through? Instagram? other people's filtered photos, magazines, porn, other people's opinions. How you see yourself is vital. And I want to challenge you to pray for discernment and really analyze and you can even ask yourself this question out loud. Is what I'm seeing or what I'm looking at or what I'm watching or what I'm reading is this fueling my soul? Is this adding to the light that I have within my heart? Is it molding me into becoming more like Christ or is it deterring me from that? Is it moving me away from that? Further and further away from that. Is it making me a better person or is it making me a bitter person? So, really be particular and intentional about what you're absorbing because it is so easy, whether we know it or not, to allow what we're looking at, what we're absorbing, what we're seeing to shape our identity and especially if it's the wrong stuff. There's so many self-help books out there. You can walk into a Barnes and Noble and it will be lined up and down with shelves of self-help books on how to see yourself for who you truly are. And we get caught up in that competitive image of trying to figure out who we are before someone else does. And that vision can be so damaging because what are we rooting it on? Because you can literally become attached to that vision of how you see yourself for quote-unquote who you truly are so when you say how do you see me how do i see myself well let me ask you this and it goes to my second point how do you see others your plank their speck Be careful with the amount of time and energy you put into counting the specs in someone else's eye. That does not make you a saint and it does not make you have any less of a plank in your eye. How you judge others is how you often judge yourself and in some way how you assume others judge you because life can be an echo and at times we can be a walking mix of reflections and reactions and there's a difference between judgment and accountability and I'm not going to dig into comparison. There's a whole other episode on that from a few weeks ago. But let me ask you this. Why are you so fixated on seeing what's in someone else's eyes while you completely neglect the plank that's in your own? God needs to use you. God needs you to clear out your own eyes, to remove your planks one by one. Some might be easier than others, but one by one. Can you imagine if you were as focused on how God saw you rather than on how you're hoping someone else sees you or how you see someone else? Clean out your eyes. And you might be saying, okay, how? Just refocus. Catch yourself in the act. I'm the type of person when I know something is happening and I'm aware of it happening. And I'm like, okay, it's happening. It's just, like you know when something's happening and you know you want to fix it. Those are the moments I want you to harness and I want you to acknowledge it within yourself as it's happening in real time so you can fix it right then and there. This might be strange to you, but try something like this. The minute that you're noticing you need to refocus, whether that's you going down a rabbit hole on social media or you're just feeling like you're completely in a rut, I want you to put your pointer finger a few inches from your eye. I'm going to do it while I'm talking about it. Label that finger as something as you're grateful for. Your finger has now become the thing you said out loud. So, For the sake of an example, I'll say that I labeled my pointer finger as my health. So I'm grateful for my health. So I'm focusing on my quote-unquote item of gratitude, my finger, and I'm slowly going to move my finger away from my face. But remember, holding your focus. Just stay focused on your finger as you're slowly moving it further away from your face. Once your arm is fully extended, look away for just a quick moment far in the distance and now look back at your finger and slowly bring it back towards your eye. The act of doing that, You have physically forced your eyes to refocus, and by naming one thing you are grateful for during that refocus, you've also been able to refocus your heart. Which leads me into my third point, heart vision. In the Gospel of Matthew, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Keep your heart pure by keeping your eyes pure as well. The presence of God and the Holy Spirit dwells within you, and if you have some alone time this week, ask yourself this question, what is God calling you to see? This is important because sometimes we are blind to our own ways and our own habits and ways of doing things, but don't set your eyes on what is worthless. Just pray and ask God, God, what are you trying to get me to see here? Help me to look at this situation, this person, this life, this career, this lifestyle. Help me to see it through your eyes. Open my eyes and my heart, God. Open my eyes so I can see you, so I can walk by faith and not by sight because that's how much I see you. And my gaze is so fixated on you looking forward that I do not have to look down. I don't have to look to my left or to my right and I can walk by my unfailing faith. And just even saying that out loud makes me so grateful that we serve a God that is unchanging. Just how he told Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, he still tells us now, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. That's such a powerful passage. The Lord sees not as man sees. Just let that sink in. Put your worldly vision away and do not have haughty eyes and a proud heart. Ask Jesus to put his hands on your eyes and to restore your sight, to see life, circumstances, and even others through his eyes and to ultimately restore. Restore what you see so that when you open your eyes and your heart is refocused, you see him in all of his glory. So in closing this week, while you're trying to get your eyes readjusted with heart vision, take some time to remember and know how God sees you. God sees you as his child. God sees the righteousness of his son through you. God sees you as justified. God sees you as redeemed. God sees you and calls you to obedience. God sees you and lavishes you with the riches of his grace. God sees you as his own and has marked you as such. God sees you and equips you for all that you need. God sees you. Do you see him? You are my friend go rise up. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that these words encouraged and challenged you and postured your heart for the rest of the week ahead. Feel free to share this episode with your friends, family, or on social media. And in the review section, let us know how we can be praying for you. Also, for more information on Proclaim and Lead Ministry, our Bible in 365, as well as the Falkirk Center, please click the links below. We're so grateful to have you join us right here every Wednesday on Midweek Rise Up.